0: The work hard, play hard, which is a crock of shit, because you should work smart and play often. Like, th- to me, that's a way better thing.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's Tori Mathis, and I'm here with the one and only founder of Master Time Automotive Museum, Sean Mathis. It's all true. <laughs> it is all True. It is known. You know, a lot of the things that I noticed uh, that we've been talking about recently has to do with the season of your life or the season of your business. Because the decisions that you're going to make are going to revolve very much around where you're at and if you have children, where your kids are at. Because I know that the decisions that I made for my business before I had kids are very different than after I have kids
0: yeah just a little bit
1: (laughs) which is which is kind of a given however i really believe that you should always be family first and business second it's kind of like the stephen covey big rocks little rocks like you've got to put the big rocks in and the little rocks will fill the little rocks always fill in like um as long as you you take care of what's important first i really think all those details they'll happen But if you try to put all those little rocks in first, like your big rocks are never gonna fit in. Uh, If you always focus on business or you make that your first priority, like you're never gonna have room to shove things in. It's like working out. I have to work out in the beginning of the day. Sean and I work out the beginning of the day. We tried uh, when we moved to this area and joined our new gym, we tried to work out in the evening. And what ends up happening?
0: It doesn't get done. It
1: doesn't get done. Why? Because you're trying to shove that big rock in the end of your day. Yeah, it's
0: already hard enough to try Man. to fit finishing up the day, you know, and, and moving on from work. It, it it's got its own set of challenges. I doing these episodes, I mean, it's it, it takes a bit of effort to actually be able to do all of these things and then still fit in everything else. Um, but you know, it's what what's what's your priority, right? right?
1: And I think that you can't just assume, well of course family's my priority or of course my health is my priority. I think you really have to talk about them with either who you're working with or with your spouse so that you guys are on the same page. And I think once you say things out loud, like it really makes it real like it's not assumed anymore, it makes it so that everybody knows exactly what's happening and, and it can help to keep you um, accountable as well. I know that's why a lot of people like to post certain things on social media because then it helps them you know, to be accountable if that's what they want. But I think when you can discuss those things that are important, um, then you can make sure that those become a priority right away. Uh, And and, you know, we talk about non-negotiables all the time. I have a blog post that has been on my website for a really long time and it gets the most traffic by far of any other blog post on there. And it is about non-negotiables. And I think that everybody needs to have these types of things in their life. And I think that there are things that need to be reviewed because seasons change. And just like you have these for your life, um, I think you need to have them for your business as well. And I think that one that we have done is about our family. And I know for me, um, I never ever thought that I would be like stay-at-home mom.
0: Why would you? I mean, it's it's hard to fathom that kind of thing.
1: Like I have always been, I don't know, like I always figured, yes, like career and going after things and like, I don't know, like never ever, like my mom wasn't a stay-at-home mom.
0: Uh, she always worked. I think that's a misleading thing to say, too, though, because you're, like, you're not necessarily a stay-at-home mom. You're just not I, a mom that goes away to work. Okay.
1: <laughs> this, okay, that's true. Okay, so I probably should have said it that way. I never thought that I would be home with my kids all the time. And, yes, me being home with my kids all the time, I worked the whole entire time. I ran my business with these children <laughs> at my feet, on my lap. Climbing all over my head, um, which means that in those seasons of my life, my business worked very different. Um, and then I was able to to make sure that I sculpted my business around the kids' sleep schedules. And then later, when the amazing thing happened, that when they went to school, is I would, remember when Bella went to school. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never had oh, this yeah. much time. Uh, I sculpted it around when they get home. Now they don't really care as much when I get home, so I can work a little bit longer, but I don't work in the evenings anymore because that is the time that I, you know, I want to do things with the family instead.
0: Well, and that's just it. Like the kids, they grow up so fast. Our oldest still isn't 13. He will be in November. Uh, but just even that, the, these almost 13 years, like it, they have absolutely flown by. So even though there was a period of time there where Tori wasn't able to work as much as she would have, you know, possibly wanted to, uh, that, that period of time was so small in the whole scheme of things. And then, you know, nap started getting longer, and, and you know, uh, uh, what was it? Preschool starts happening, and then school starts, happening. There, there's like the progression of just, the evolution, I should say, of our kids is, is, I mean, it changes so quickly to where now we are. We're at, like, the kids get themselves ready in the morning pretty much other than taking them to school and then uh, when they get home they're entertaining themselves for a while until we finish up with work i mean that that's and that, that's that's been relatively recent that we get like a full full blown workday worth of work done without right kids really interrupting it
1: well i don't you know i i think your childhood was similar to mine though that like i tried to play sports I never had a parent go to a sport game. Any of not that I did it that much. I did all through junior high. Nobody ever went to one of my games. I did some things when I was in high school. Um, I did some competitions. I did some public speaking. No one ever came to anything. Why? Because everybody was working. Right. Like and so. For me, I think that that was so important from the beginning, not that I thought that I would try to do it from home because like I never would have imagined that that's what I would have done. So happy that I did. And I think the relationship that I have with our kids is different because I wasn't this, you know, corporate work, you know, come home at seven o'clock mom, you know, that, you know, we kind of grew up with. I think it makes it different. and so. I would I wish that more people like would realize that if they are entrepreneurs, like because it is your own business, like you can shape your schedule around your kids um, rather than the other way around. Um, well, and plus
0: I- you're you're the boss, right? So who the hell cares if your kids wind up being on a you know coming through on a conference call or they can hear them in the background but uh, in today's world, like it's not. It's not unheard of. Like, embrace it. Yeah, I got kids. I also own this business. How can I help you? You know? Right. Y- you don't need to be embarrassed about Because that's, I think, some of the stipulation, not stipulations, but uh, uh, some of the worry at the the beginning of all this, you know, a few years ago where you're like, you're trying to hide the kids, kind of like the dogs, you know? Don't let the dogs bark. Heaven forbid they know I have dogs and I'm at home. Like, who cares? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So, uh, it's... It's just one of those things where, like, even the museum, I'll go and I'll, if, as long as they want to, I don't want to force them, but I'll take the kids to the museum and they can hang out there all day. Like, who, who cares? I put both of them to work and installed the checkered flooring. And when you, when you go to the museum and you see the black and white checkered floor, I had a, what were they, uh, 11 and 8 when they did that. It's, it's awesome.
1: It bumps me out, though, when I to see... And they're very proud of it. Especially parents that have this... <laughs> I have to work as hard as I can right now so that I can retire and then enjoy my life.
0: Man, I hate that. Man. I got uh, brothers like that. Um, I got all kinds of family like that, really. And that's, I, that's why I'm the black sheep on that because I've never, ever wanted to do that like why would you wait so long to be able to have fun that you might not ever even get to enjoy like you don't have to have this crazy life and you know think you have to make a certain amount of money to be able to enjoy stuff like you can get away with having a good life and experience without having to be that millionaire or anything crazy like it's super within reach for people it's just it's a decision you have to make you know do i want to spend more time with kids and and do things with them or do you want to put in the you know 10 15 20 extra hours a week to to a job that replaces you when you die of a heart attack on a job and, and you get nothing you know like it's that kind of and i saw it over and over when i worked at pepsi they would just burn people out like completely. and the thing is is you they'd want more so you do more and once you did that that's now your new base level so they want you to do more and more and more when you're in sales anybody in sales knows you've got all these goals right and what happens when you hit the goals your goals are now higher and and higher which is great in theory other than it burns you out like you can only maintain that and, and and do that for so long without just completely losing it and the minute you do you're done you know, and all that time is, is wasted. Like I, I, Honestly, I would rather, if I had to go get a job, I would rather just go get like a regular job and not worry about any of that other kind of stuff and still be able to come home and, and enjoy my family as much as I do now. And that's only if I had to absolutely go get a job um, because my, my, my family means more to me than trying to move up into some sort of corporate ladder and make a bunch of money that I may or may not get to enjoy. Like to me, it just makes no sense.
1: Well, and that's like you taking advantage of the opportunity for miles your time, though it wasn't probably the right time to do it. And though it's something that we could have done when we were older and had more money and had more, you know, whatever it is, like the opportunity arose. And so it's something that we went for. And I think that that's, not just important for you but i think that's important for the kids it's important for like everything that we've done that we're able to to maybe turn down things that might have been more money or might have been more clout or might have been something but then if you go back to well what's really important well sean working at something that's more of his passion not working from some corporate you know job that doesn't give a shit about him or being able to try to make something out of what your passion is. You know, that's what's important. You know, being able to be with our kids all the time while they're young, that's what's important. Um, It's like when I got out of the army, uh, I ended up getting these two Jack Russells when I was um, a civilian working over there. And that was my priority, right? So that was what was important for me. So when I actually moved back to the States from Germany, I had these damn dogs with me. And so my whole life and even ours when, you know, I got together with Sean, I had the damn dogs. Like that was a priority. So there are places when i moved back i couldn't live i couldn't go get apartments or whatever those jack russell's would have tore that thing up but that was like so important for me at the time that i had to shape my whole everything else around these dogs right Mm -hmm. um and i've seen people say like well get rid of the dogs like people get rid of them like no like that's my priority and i'm going to shape everything else around what it is that's important to me rather than bend it bend on those types of things
0: it doesn't always just come down to money, because if that's the only interest, like, you're almost guaranteed to be miserable. The money will come. Like, you can do things to make money and be successful and be as rich as possible, but you don't have to, you know, not do things that, that mean something to you, like the dogs, the kids. Traveling. Um, traveling, I mean, traveling. I mean if, if your whole passion in life is to be able to travel, And experience things and do things. Why on earth would you spend your life working at a job where you got two weeks vacation a year. And then you had no money to even go and actually do any of the things that you want to do. I I got people in my family that, that that's exactly how they live. Oh, I'd love to go do stuff, but they never do.
1: Never do. That's crazy. It is. Makes me, It makes me sad because I think that anybody could um, follow their dreams, they could accomplish goals that they want, and I don't know if they realize they can. It's like, okay, if traveling is your thing and you want to do that, whatever your skill level is, whatever your living situation is, like... There's so many possibilities like for doing something online or doing something digitally or virtually that if that was what you wanted to do, then you just need to say like that's what's important so you can start to face that direction and start to work towards whatever that is. I think anybody could do that. Traveling, you could travel for cheap if that was what you wanted to do or just like start off that way that whatever it is that that you wanna do, whatever it is that you think is important, like you can totally shape your whole life I don't care how old you are i don't care what how much money you have or your skill level like i think that the possibilities out there are for everybody and i hope that our kids realize that that would be really nice like our kids like when i was in high school it was all about like you have to go to college no matter what you don't go to college you're going to be a loser like was it for i think school? that was our whole generation Holy was was fed that garbage man it really didn't matter. No, like I'm glad that like I tried to go to college. It was really difficult trying to work and go to college. I ended up joining the army, so that way I could get money for college. And freaking best thing ever! Uh, not only did I get money for college, but I got to travel. I got to meet all kinds of people. I went around the world. Like
0: you got a broken hip.
1: I did, I broke my hip. Like, <laughs> come on now, win, win, win. Got those damn Jack Russells. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what, at that season, like what was important to me was school because crammed down my throat that I was gonna be a loser if I didn't go to college. And so college was like super duper important. Second would have been travel that I never thought that I'd be able to do. Like I totally wanted to, I wanted to get out of the area that I was in Like you hear, like even when you're young, like you meet people that like, wow, you've been there and you've been, like, it was amazing to see that people were so traveled and my family just wasn't. We did some trips. We did some camping and stuff like that. But like, that wasn't what we did. But that didn't mean that that wasn't what I could do. Like I had to decide that that's what was important for me. And, you know, joining the army is how I made it happen.
0: Yeah, I wish I would have had somebody to... Like guide me on that kind of stuff because I would I like I love to travel as well and, and do all that kind of stuff but we didn't do a whole lot of traveling growing up and so those younger years of my adult life I just spent spending money on cars <laughs> which is not uh anything I'm proud of because I, I had nothing to show for it
1: what would you have rather have been doing
0: traveling <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Because I was uh, in the National Guard, so I mean, other than that one week in a month and two weeks a year, you know, I I made pretty damn good money for that age. That if I would have, you know, thought about it better, I could have been going on on the cruises that we like so much now. Years ago, I just go by myself. I don't care. And I'm the, I have the type of person. I totally would have went by myself on uh, on a cruise at 19, 20 years old. Absolutely, hands down. I didn't even think of it though. Not at all.
1: So when I was in the army, everybody in the, a lot of the people in the military work very hard all week long and then on the weekend they go and drink and party and do all kinds, you know what I mean? All kinds of crazy stuff, like in tech school and stuff like that, is that what everybody did as well?
0: Oh yeah. And then I got, uh, you know, the friend that gets the car crashed and totaled on the weekends and all that fun is gone.
1: So I? fell into that exact same thing and that was what I did and I think people do that in whatever it is their life they you know you get into this rut because that's what you're supposed to do and that's what everybody is doing and you know, the whole reason that I left and joined the army is because I didn't want to do the same shit all the time like I wanted to go so my first couple of years when I was in Europe I didn't even travel that much I worked and I partied on the weekends and I worked and I partied on the weekends and it got old after a year i spent way too much money on nothing like you spent money on cars that you don't even have anymore and so i was like i'm not doing this anymore i never went out and drank i ended up getting a volunteer position because what was important to me school and travel right so read, like i had to readjust everything again because i fell into that rut and I got a volunteer position where I became a tour guide for the, I don't remember what the name of it is, the outdoor recreation people, um, that like people go on to tours all over the place. I ended up driving a 10 passenger van all over Europe and gave people tours to all these different places. I was like the tour guide that took people down to Oktoberfest and like I had a bus driver there though. Like a huge bus. Like I was in charge of making sure everybody got there and, and got back and everything. And you know what everybody that I hung out with said about me? Mm. <laughs> it wasn't very nice. Mm. <laughs> but I had to break out of that rut and figure out what was important for me in that season. And I can tell you that working hard all week and partying on the weekends was not.
0: Well, see, that's a terrible, it's a terrible way to live. And it's very common. And everybody wants to say the work hard, play hard, which is a crock of shit. Because you should work smart and play often. Like, to me, that's a way better thing. Like, why would I work that hard to then play that hard and be miserable about going back to work and working hard? I'm just going to work smarter, Mm -hmm. which means less, and play more often. And not hard. Just play, man. Just have a good time.
1: Uh, you know those last that last probably year and a half though, and this was after September. Like before was before September 11th. Like there was so much freedom to travel, and I did a couple of trips. And then after September 11th, the last you know year or two that I was over there, things were much more buckled down. It was much harder to travel, and so I kind of freaking blew it. Like I never made it to Italy. I you know there's so many places that I didn't even get to go because I you know fell into the damn rut. And so I think every once in a while we gotta shake ourselves out of the rut and be like, okay, are we doing what's important? Are we doing what really is, you know, the non-negotiable thing? Are we spending enough time with our kids right now or are we are we falling into the work rut? You know, are we watching too much frickin' Netflix? Because I know that there's a lot of people that I see people go through some series. Is this some series? <laughs> 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 they go through some shows. Like that's a lot of time being spent on a couch. Watching TV shows. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, there's, there's no shortage of shows to watch.
1: No, but I can see that, like, that is the rut that just, like, people get sucked in and feel like, oh, well, I got to get off work and, and watch Netflix. Like, that doesn't, that isn't what you have to do when you get off work. And
0: the thing is, is, that probably is what makes you feel like crap, right? That's That then puts you in, oh, it's the Mondays, you know, and all that garbage where you start eliminating that kind of stuff and watch the, the Monday woes go away. No matter what it is that you do for a living, whether it's working for yourself or, or working at a company, like, it, it shouldn't be miserable for you. Uh, and really the biggest thing to do is just to, to check yourself and, and you know, determine, like, am I doing what I wanna be doing right now? And if not, fix it. I mean, there's absolutely no reason to just continue week and month and year after year, just being miserable.
1: I think it's hard though that you're like, people think that that's how they should be. Like, I don't think some people realize that they're miserable. (laughs) Like all these people that we talk about that want to travel, like, why aren't you traveling? I don't have time, I don't have money.
0: Well see, and that's it. Like, You get stuck in the the miserable word and and that probably isn't what it is. It's are you able to do what you want to do? And if you can't,
1: what can you do to right. get yourself in that direction? Because it's, it's totally doable. And it, it, things, don't, things do take time. Everybody only has you know the same amount of time. But if you say that you don't have time for something, then you're just not using your time wisely. You're just not using it in the smartest way. Um, because you can always rearrange things. There are some people that do amazing things and they have the same amount of time as we do they're just using the time a little bit different so you can never use time as an excuse and then for money you can like if travel was your thing like figure out how to travel cheaper like i a little bit of research and a little bit of planning maybe maybe grouping up with some other people like you can travel cheap and you travel doesn't mean you have to go to japan like i'm sure that there's things in your area that you haven't seen that's traveling too just getting out of that bubble so trying to figure out what these things are that you really want and figuring out how to go for those. And I think just by speaking about it, just by saying it, saying it weekly, saying it daily, talking about your spouse with it, I think just putting it out there makes shit happen. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how it works, but it does. We're a
0: testament to that for sure. Multiple times over. It's just talking out loud about what it is that we want to do usually makes it happen.
1: Uh, What is the, it's, you know, you start, you, we get a yellow car. We have a yellow car. And after we got like, we never saw yellow cars before that. But after you get that, like all of a sudden you see yellow cars everywhere, right? It's a reticular activator, right? So once you activate that thing in your mind, and I'm not talking like secret bullshit, like think it and millions of dollars are gonna rain on you. you It's not that, no. But by speaking it out loud and by actually saying these things and figuring it out yourself and then getting somebody on board with it, like that's how fucking magic happens.
0: You, you got to keep it top of mind. I mean, to say to say something and then forget about it pretty much sweeps it under the door and it never happens. But if you keep saying it over, I, I, like, for example, I'll take a picture of um, a car on Facebook and I'll post it on there. And I'll be like, this is just for me. I'm letting you know that I'm going to get this car in, in two years. And then I go back through my memories and I see it. You know, and it, it, the thing is, is it's not necessarily the exact same one because things will change, and I'm not, like, tied down to that specifically. But the thing is, is I, I've got multiple instances where I really did go back and get that car. You know, two years before we got the yellow car, uh, I went and shared something and, and shared it to Tori. I'm like, these, you know, these cars are awesome, but I, what it, what it was was... I wanted the next body style, and we weren't quite there yet, so we wound up getting another car. And but then two years rolled through, and we we wound up getting that the exact car that I wanted. Which one is that? The 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 Porsche, the oh, yellow okay. Cayenne. Um, is, befo- wasn't
1: there something with the we had a little Mercedes that yeah. you got? Well, wasn't there something with that one too? Or you went maybe? You That's
0: went to- I in I got that one. I so I test drove the Cayennes. I drove a a Cayenne S and then a GTS, but they were the original body style. And so they were cool, and I liked them, but the interiors were too dated for me. Um, And so I wound up coming home with with this little Mercedes Coupe, which was completely different. But, like, I I wanted the SUV. It's just that the next body style was outside of the current uh, price range, so it it took a little while. But, I mean, I I documented it on my personal social media profile, specifically because... You know, it, it, beyond the, the business aspect of social... Like, I, I like seeing my Facebook memories. Like, you know, you take photos and you print them out and you, you never go through the photo book really, right? Unless, you know, some family member comes over and they want to reminisce or something. But the same thing happens with all your digital photos. You never see them again. They're just, they're there. But the greatest thing is, is these Facebook memories and Google does it now... Like I want to I want to be shown my own photos again after it's been a year or two or or more, because like that's awesome. It's a it's a memory and it's putting it back into my my vision. And like that's the greatest thing for me. So I'll personally do it. I I did it for, you know, my Benchmax. Nobody cares what my Benchmax is. But I want to know, you know when it pops up next year that I was so proud of I think I was like 205 when I did it I'm already at 215 so when it comes through a full year and I'm like, oh I Remember that, you know another year's work uh, uh, worth of work and now look at me, you know 650 pounds I can bench Okay, you're no, so strong <laughs>
1: is that what I'm supposed to say yeah, yeah, you're so strong Sean Mathis I'd look
0: weird <laughs> if I could that much uh,
1: I think part of the problem too is that people don't know how to get there and so they worry so much about the details that they're just like can't do it What was me
0: all the shit <laughs> is never,
1: difficult when you don't know well and you never have to know how to go there just face in that direction and take one step And then tomorrow, make sure you're still faced in that direction and take one step. Like eventually you're gonna get there. You don't have to know the entire path
0: at all. Don't worry about how long it takes. Just just keep moving.
1: And you don't have to worry about every single detail either, but it's knowing like, this is the direction I wanna go. This is what's important. I wanna spend as much time as with my family. I wanna travel. I want to have my own business. I want to create an automotive museum. Do you think Sean knew how to create a museum? No. Do you think Sean has some handbook that he pulls out and like, <laughs> check that one off. No. Man, he has, that'd be mean, nice. He has no idea what he's doing. And he's one step at a time and learning one by one and getting closer and, and, and doing more and facing the right direction. But he didn't have like a plan on how to do it. And just like when I joined the army, I didn't I didn't have a plan either at that time. I just knew okay, school and travel. And you know what? That shit didn't work out. <laughs> not like I thought. But then later, like I did get school, and I got it for free. I got a four year fantastic education completely paid for, um, and I got to you know go all kinds of places. And not just in the army, I, you know now, not right now, because <laughs> we can't go anywhere. But huh. <laughs> But in the last few years, we've had some really great opportunities that we got to travel.
0: For sure. We
1: take them. We take them when we can. And some, some times that the kids got to travel, like, hopefully they, you know, understand that, that, that they can do these things too. So whatever it is that is important to you, whether it's family or being healthy or traveling, like you don't have to figure all of it out, but you have to face the the direction that you wanna go. And I really think speaking about these things and talking about them. And I mean, even if you just talk out loud to yourself in the car, um, talk to the dog, like but talking about it and saying things out loud and keeping it top of mind, man, you can do anything you can you can make your work go around whatever it is that you want to do um yeah for sure so if you like this episode we would appreciate it if you would leave us a review and if you would share this with anybody that you think would think this is interesting and we'll see you on the next one shows on tuesday thursday if you want to get smart tools to build your business go to besmartal.com